Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee served the Lord for more than seven decades, and these life studies represent his contribution to the ever-expanding understanding of the revelation of the Bible. The purpose of these life studies is to present the truths contained in the Scriptures and to minister the genuine life supply, to solve the common and hard problems found in the Bible and to open up every book of the Bible, through interpretation. We're very happy to bring you selected portions from his speaking today. If you'd like to learn more about the Life Studies, please visit our website at lifestudy.com. Simply lifestudy.com. Now, here's today's program. The Bible is the divine revelation. The word revelation, according to the Greek, means to uncover or unveil something that has been hidden or concealed. Though the Bible contains teachings and truths on many levels, fundamentally, this book conveys God's eternal purpose, that which God himself desired in his heart in eternity past, above all else, and planned even before he laid the foundations of the earth and the universe. Surely for us to see such a divine and eternal purpose We need more than our mere mental faculties. We need what the Apostle Paul prayed for so earnestly in his epistle to the Ephesian believers. He prayed that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the full knowledge of him. Welcome to our first life study from the book of 1 Samuel. And joining us for our program today, Bob Danker. Bob, I'm very happy you could be here for this uh, initial program in 1 Samuel. Well, it certainly is a pleasure to me, Chris. The whole Bible is a revelation of God's purpose and God's economy. But this revelation is hidden. It's not obvious. And in order to apprehend it, we need what Paul prayed for, a spirit of wisdom and revelation. I believe that will be made very clear to us as we continue our fellowship in this broadcast. This program today, this introductory one, really, um, I'm not sure if we even touched First Samuel. It was a burden that Witness Lee had when he opened up this uh, life study back in 1993, one of the later ones in his life. Of course, he went to be with the Lord in 1997, finished the life study of the entire Bible, I think, in 1995, if I'm not mistaken. So this just two years prior to uh, the conclusion. And our listeners will tell from the recordings, you know, he has aged considerably. I believe he was close to 90 at this time when he spoke these messages. So there is some physical weakness, but there is no lack in his spirit. And certainly the Lord had answered Paul's prayer in regard to our brother, hadn't he? Absolutely, Chris. A spirit of wisdom and revelation. And I think the life study that is going to be unfolded as we touch both First and Second Samuel will be a, just a real gem uh, full of the riches of God's economy right in the center of his eternal purpose and plan. We'll see Christ revealed and God's purpose unveiled in a very fresh way, won't we? We have a lot to look forward to. Okay, why don't we uh, leave that as our background and join Witness Lee for his fellowship, and then we'll come back for a few more minutes. In uh, studying the Bible, we have to be very clear that Bible is not a book of doctrine. Even 
we shouldn't say it is a book of the truths. Strictly speaking, the uh, scriptures are not even books of truths. Then you may ask me, what is it? The Bible, the book of the books. What is it? Well, the Bible is a divine revelation. The last book of the 66, which is called the book of Revelation. And the word revelation in Greek means to open something covered, hidden, concealed. This is the revelation. The uh, Bible is totally God's revelation, the divine revelation. Everybody knows the entire universe is a mystery. How far is the east? And how far is the west? No one can tell. Why there are the stars? Why there are the animals? Mystery. Where are we here? A mystery. Where are you here? It's a mystery. Who can tell? No one can tell. But there is a book. Through the 6,000 year history of mankind, a book came out. I spent, oh, about 70 years just to study this book. And I like to study it. Even today, the more I study it, the more I say, this is not a book by man. Too many points, too many sentences, no human can utter. No, but it is in this book. So, this book is a divine revelation. Well, Bob, he is certainly laying a foundation here. We're going somewhere with this kind of fellowship. Let's talk about what he has presented thus far. Fundamentally, the Bible is not a book of doctrine, not even, strictly speaking, a book of truth, as he said, but it's the divine revelation, and it touches the great mysteries of the universe and the mysteries that are really have been hidden in the heart of God, doesn't it? Yes, Chris. This is tremendously helpful to realize that the Bible is a divine revelation, from the very beginning of the Bible to the end. So many things that are hidden, concealed, mysterious, even incomprehensible, are revealed in the Bible. If we didn't have the Bible, think of what life would be like without this book. Uh, We would have so many things we would not understand. What is the meaning of human life? Why is the universe the way it is. Mm -hmm. Is there a God? And if so, what kind of God is he? And does he have a plan? Does he have a purpose? Is this whole thing going somewhere? Is there a conclusion, a consummation to all these things that we can see? Without the Bible, we would never know the answer to all these questions. But the Bible, as the divine revelation, takes the veil away and shows us the hidden things which Otherwise, we could never see. And this is the crucial thing to realize concerning the Bible. It's not a book of teachings, teaching you ethical principles, how to live a prosperous, happy life. 
The Bible is a divine revelation revealing to us things related to God, to man, to the universe, to God's purpose and God's plan and God's way, and the conclusion, the consummation of all things is shown to us clearly in the Bible. So this is a tremendous realization that we can have that the Bible is a divine revelation. You know, through the ages, many people, I'm sure we could apply this to ourselves as well at various times in our life, have touched this book with just the natural understanding. And you have people that have devoted their whole lives to trying to uh, highlight this seeming inconsistencies or uh, various passages that seem to contradict one another in an effort to sort of disprove the Bible. But the key is that if we contact the Bible with this part that God has reserved uniquely for himself to convey not only knowledge about God, but even for him to contact man and convey his very essence. If we touch the Bible, the Word of God, with our spirit, it becomes a book that so utterly testifies of God that there can be no other conclusion. Don't you agree? I agree, Chris. Uh, We should not read the Bible in a strictly analytical way, try to dissect it and find all kinds of things. We should read the Bible to apprehend the divine revelation. On every page, there is a revelation that God desires to convey to us. And of course, this revelation is ultimately, as you said, so that God can enter into us through the pages of the Bible, through the Word of God, and become our life and our everything. And as we pointed out uh, in the New Testament, Paul prayed so fervently in Ephesians chapter 1, uh, the key element here is that we must have a spirit of wisdom and revelation. And even the Old Testament, Job chapter 32, verse 8, but there is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives them understanding. Of course, the breath there, also that word, you know, the Old Testament language is better than I. That is also the word for the spirit, isn't it? That's right, Chris. So his spirit in our spirit, and voila, understanding. Understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Witness Sleep, Bob. Paul says, Saints, I, Paul, pray for you all that God the Father may give you a spirit, not a mind, but a spirit of wisdom. We need the wisdom of God to understand his divine revelation. No human mind can apprehend the revelation of God. So we need a spirit. We need a spirit. And thank God that he has created us a spirit. We have such an organ. Man, Job says, has a spirit created by God particularly for us to know him. Not only a spirit of wisdom to know, but also a spirit of revelation. To see the whole universe is covered, is hidden. Is concealed, but we need a revelation to see it. So we had a study which we call the life study. It is all together not doctrinal. 
is altogether not even for truth, just for life. Life study. Now what is life? Life is just Christ. And who is Christ? Well, he's the embodiment of the triumph God. Then who is God? God is a spirit. Then who is the spirit? Well, the spirit, the consummation of the process of trying God. You say, well, brother, I don't know all this. I don't know all this. Surely you don't know. Neither I know. Nobody knows. Then who knows? Well, only he knows. God knows. Only he knows. Christ knows. The spirit, the consummation of the triumph God and the embodiment of him. He knows the Bible. So this is why the more I pray, Lord, we need you. We need your mercy. We need your blessing. We need you as the Spirit. And we need you as the Word. Otherwise, we can read the Bible a thousand times, yet we know nothing. Bob, I like this fellowship. You know, in 1974, when Witness Lee began this project, this study of the Bible ultimately took 21 years. He called it the life study, not randomly or because he thought it was a catchy title. That is the appropriate label for this endeavor, isn't it? And if you would pick that up and maybe contrast a bit this life study to a typical Bible study. Yes, a typical Bible study, Chris, it seems to me the goal is just to kind of understand what's being said. But actually, the Bible is as we said earlier, it's a divine revelation. And what does it reveal? According to Witness Lee, he chose the life study as the title of his study of the Bible, which means that the Bible reveals life. It reveals the eternal life. And what is this life? Witness Lee asked us. Well, this life is Christ. Christ is this life. And who is Christ? Well, Christ is the embodiment of the complete triune God. So God is in him, and he expresses God. Right. And who is God? God is a spirit. And who is the spirit? <laughs> you know, all this is related to life. If we're going to have life, we must have Christ. We must have God. We must have the spirit, the triune God. He is life. So the aim of the Bible is to impart this person, the triune God, as the eternal life into our inner being so that we can possess this life. Who knows that this is the kernel of the Bible? Only God knows this. When he wrote the Bible, he had his particular point of view when he wrote it. Just like if I write you a letter, surely I have something I intend to communicate. God also has something that he intends to communicate through the Bible. He knows what that is, Mm. but we do not know it. That's why we need a spirit of wisdom and revelation. We need God's spirit to dwell in our spirit, to make our spirit, not just our mind, but our spirit, something that has the capacity to take away the veil so that we can see the hidden things. And also, our spirit gives to us ability to understand what we see. It's a spirit of wisdom. So only the spirit of God, working together with our spirit, can open the Bible to us so that we can see 
the divine revelation in the Bible. This is a critical Mm. realization. Our natural mentality, our natural human understanding cannot understand the Bible. We would never enter into the deep significance of what the Bible reveals. It doesn't matter how many PhDs we have. Not one PhD will help us. We need the Spirit of God with our spirit to make our spirit a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we can see the revelation and we can also understand what we see. Your um, utterance at the beginning reminded me this divine revelation ultimately conveys or reveals life and this life, this eternal life, is Christ. And uh, that has to be our testimony after now the about five and a half years we've been doing these broadcasts. We're better than uh, maybe close to two-thirds through the life study of the Bible. We have seen Christ day by day from virtually every page of Scripture, no matter what book we've been in, Old Testament, New Testament, Gospel, Epistle, History, Prophecy, doesn't matter. We have just seen Christ again and again and again revealed. And that is the bottom line, the point of focus of the entire life study, isn't it? And the Bible itself. Exactly, Chris. Christ is the center. Christ is everything. And he's everywhere in the Scriptures. And this Christ is the eternal life for us to receive and enjoy. Well, one phrase that our listeners uh, that have been with us for any length of time have become familiar with is this phrase, God's economy. And it's always linked to this matter of God's eternal purpose. The divine revelation reveals God's purpose, and God's purpose is carried out through his divine economy. And he will touch that in this final segment. I've selected a couple of verses here that I think are appropriate to what he is going to share. Uh, New Testament verses now. In John, and we'll see a progression, I think, uh, as we compare these verses following his fellowship. In John, of course, the well-known verse, chapter 3, verse 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And we know the rest of the verse, but the point is, in his economy, in his process, this is a foundational point, right? That uh, God has given his only begotten son, that everyone who believes into him would not perish but have eternal life. But a contrasting phrase is found in Romans chapter 8, because those whom he foreknew, it says in verse 29, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So there is a progression from the only begotten to the firstborn. And to see this uh, progression, we have to see God's economy. Let's go back to Witness Lee. The Bible is the divine revelation. What this revelation reveals, it reveals God's eternal economy. Then, what is the economy for? For a person, a particular person. In the whole universe, there is a person who is both the complete God and the perfect man. So he is called the God-man. If you like to see God without him, outside of him, nowhere you can see God. If you like to see a real man, a true man, a man of genuineness and of reality, without him there is not such a man, not Socrates nor Confucius, but Jesus Christ. 
the city man. She came to do the will of the Father, to carry out God's economy. And she lived on the church. She wouldn't throw the human life. She tasted all aspects of the human life. Then she went to the cross. He died an all-inclusive death. Then he rose up. He rose up in his humanity. And by this resurrection, he brought his humanity into divinity, making this part a part of the Son of God. So he became the firstborn son indicating many sons are coming. In his resurrection, he beget all his believers. So we were all there, regenerate. In nature, in life, we are the same as his. Just not in his Godhead. Here is a big, great man in this universe, which is called the new man. Not the old man. The head of this new man is Christ, and the body of this new man are we. I just give you a brief sketch of the divine revelation concerning God's economy. If you have never seen this as a governing principle, I assure you, you could never understand the Bible. Yeah, Bob, uh, you're, I'm just going to repeat for our listeners what you uttered there right at the end of his speaking, a strong word. And I'm seeing this 90-year-old uh, brother in the Lord who's been at this for, by this time, 70-some-odd years. If we've never seen this principle, we have missed a lot, haven't we, related to the divine revelation? We surely have, Chris. That means if we have not seen God's economy, we'd have no way to understand the Bible. Whatever we understand is off the mark. It can never really lead us to a proper understanding of the Bible. We need to see God's economy. And Witness Lee gave us a very brief but marvelous presentation of God's economy. And this really takes us from the beginning of the Bible to the end. This brief presentation shows us that God's economy is for himself to become a man by the name of Jesus, to live a human life on this earth, and to die on the cross to solve all the problems and terminate all the negative things in the universe, then to resurrect, to bring his humanity out of death and to bring it into divinity, to make himself the firstborn son of God among many brothers. It shows us that on the day of the Lord's resurrection, not only he was resurrected, but all God's chosen people throughout all the generations, including us, were resurrected with him. That means we were born with him in that one resurrection to be the many sons of God. Now, together, he, the firstborn son, is the head. We, the many sons, are the body. Together, he and we make up one new man. This is God's economy. And this new man will consummate at the end of the Bible in the new Jerusalem. This is the whole Bible from beginning to end. And this is what the Bible reveals 
This is amazing. It is amazing. If we have this as a kind of a controlling principle and vision, yeah. we can understand every part of the Bible in light of this economy of God. Bob, this introductory word as we begin now the life study of 1 Samuel, we could stick it on the beginning of every book as we uh, open them one by one in the life study. It's appropriate for each one. We have a real treat in store, and I hope you're here for many of these programs. I look forward to that, Chris. Well, with that, we would also uh, encourage you to contact us about getting the printed life study volume, the one volume for both First and Second Samuel. Please call us toll-free, 1-888-LIFE-STUDY, 888-543-3788. And for Bob Danker, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. If you'd like to read the works of Witness Lee and Watchman Nee, just visit our website, ministrybooks.org. From there, you'll find over 600 complete titles available to read online free of charge. Witness Lee's ministry stood squarely on the shoulders of his mentor and co-worker, Watchman Nee as well as those of countless ministers of the New Testament throughout the ages. The riches contained in his life study of the Bible represent the top, the cream of his 70-plus years of ministry and range in topic from lessons for new believers to commentary and exposition on passages from every book of the Bible. But they all contain practical and deeper truths about the Christian life. Again, this wonderful online resource is available to you free of charge at ministrybooks.org. If you have questions or comments about this ministry or the program you heard today, email us, radio at lsm.org, or call us toll-free, 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Thanks for listening today.